All right, here's Jason on the YouTube. Hi, Jason. Josh Allen is Phil Mickelson during the Tiger era. I get along with that. I like that comp. Yeah, so for the guy who was talking about Josh Allen being Jake Plummer. Corey. Um, yeah, that guy. I don't, I don't say Corey's name anymore. Um, it's not that Josh Allen plays poorly in the playoffs. In fact, he plays really well in the playoffs. He just loses to Patrick Mahomes every single time. It's, you know, it's really you not his it's really, win the game. It's really not his fault. It's just we're going to have this whole era of quarterbacks that are going to be really, really good and are going to have awesome stats that are going to win a lot of football games but are not going to win any championships because Patrick Mahomes is going to hoard them all. It's really quite rude of him. It is. It's very mean, in fact. Uh, let's go back to the text line from before as well. This will be interesting. So this is a question for way down the line. Brian asks this on the text line. Hi, Brian. Can Mahomes do what Brady did post-Patriots? Can he go to another team without Reed and Kelsey and win the Super Bowl like Brady did without Belichick and Gronk? Um, weirdly enough, you know, I didn't, I didn't expect that to be as big of a part of Brady's legacy as it has been. It's still brought up a lot. It is. It is that I didn't think much of it at the time, but him winning that Super Bowl, and I think especially doing it over Mahomes is like actually a big part of his legacy. Um, doing it without Belichick, doing without doing it without Gronk, and doing you know just basically creating his own situation down there in Tampa. That's that's a pretty big part of his legacy. It's a, it's a significant deal. Um, Jesse says so. We're we're still casting the movie. Uh, Jesse says Lamar Jackson is Aaron Rodgers. Really good okay. MVP caliber player. Mm -hmm. We can all guarantee that he's going to elevate his team for a long period of time. But that is just not going to have a lot of playoff success. Suspiciously hides in the playoffs. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. We don't know Lamar Jackson's takes on a lot of things. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We'll get there. It'll that's uh that will unfurl itself over a period of time. He doesn't have an agent. That's kind of weird, right, guys? Well, it's himself. So <laughs> he famously negotiated his own contract. He did his own research on contracts. A uh, text from the 402. Hi, 402. Jake Plummer is Dak Prescott. Why? Do we, I didn't want to do the whole Jake Plummer part. I just mentioned him one time. But, yeah. You should have known this state has takes on Jake Plummer. If we're looking for Dak Prescott's role in the movie, in the Tom Brady remake featuring starring Patrick Mahomes, um, yeah, it, Dak has a very small role in that movie. A very, a very, very small role. Whatever part Seth Green plays in the movie, that's Dak Prescott. Looking at the quarterbacks that Brady beat in his time, um, like he's basically, I don't know, he's he's in the NFC, so we'd have to get to the Super Bowl in order to do any of this, and it would basically have to be next year. Um, like Donovan McNabb, I. You know? Okay. Like, they met the one time, and mm -hmm. then they went on their own separate ways. Donovan, yeah. I don't okay. know. I'd have, to, I'd have to think about that one some more. Um, let me get another text. Donovan uh, McNabb famously got to the NFC Championship game a lot with Andy Reid. And won the one Super Bowl, right? 
Did he win one? Did he win one? Uh, no, this one's going to be tough. No. I'm bad at this game. Because you're a tiny baby. Well, no, Josh, I remember it. I just, uh, I just, it's hard to. Uh, no, no Super Bowls for Donovan. No Super Bowls for Donovan and Deb. Okay. Wins. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, one more text before we move on to something else. Uh, Chris says, Josh Allen reminds me of Elway pre-Super Bowl. Dude is clutch and puts up good numbers but always falls. Only difference is Super Bowl. His Super Bowl is Mahomes. LOL. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to get past that point if you want to win a ring. I'm sorry. All the quarterbacks in the – maybe, you know, maybe what will happen is we'll just see this whole string of quarterbacks in free agency just clearing out and going to the NFC to yeah. get away from Mahomes. Like in the NBA, there was always that mass exodus of, oh, get me to that Eastern get Conference. Get me to the Western get, Conference. Get me to the Western Conference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll start happening with – with the AFC and the NFC just to get away from a home so they can just have their crack at one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. get the one shot at the at the king. I mean, the NFC is certainly an easier path, right? It's the way uh, it's the way it looks right now. It's the way we're kind of headed. Hey, um, let's let's talk about basketball for just a second here. Uh, first of all, did you see the picture of Adam Sandler in a Creighton jersey? I did. Is this the most culturally relevant that Creighton has ever been? What's more culturally relevant, Adam Sandler wearing your jersey in public or making an Elite Eight? Or Doug McDermott on the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah. acting like Larry Bird. Yeah. Those are the three finalists. It might be Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing because like, I, I can't prove it. Might what a be, sentence. You might be right. You might be right. Adam Sandler wearing a Trey Alexander jersey is maybe as as culturally relevant as Creighton has ever been. Now that is, is anybody, please send me more recommendations uh-huh. on this because I I don't have the full list. I just thought of this the, right now. The Adam Sandler moment is going to be the most fleeting of those three. Yes, but but everybody will say, remember that one time where Adam Sandler wore that Trey Alexander jersey? Uh-huh. He wore that Creighton jersey that one time. Uh, which good on him for not just wearing that around Omaha and then burying it in his closet. He, yeah, he took like, it with him. Yeah. He, he's going to wear it in his pickup runs uh, elsewhere. Yeah. It appears, which is nice. Looks good on him, that color blue. Yeah, because you got to understand that the culture, being culturally rather, it doesn't, like, they don't care about how many Sweet 16 and Elite 8s you've been to. No. It doesn't matter. Um, Still. Adam Sandler wears your jersey. You get a famous celebrity girlfriend that pops up or, you know, something like that's what we're looking for. Might be. It might just be. Now, it's a different question than the question of, like, is this the most anyone's ever talked about great in basketball? No. 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 That's that's a little bit different. That would be Doug. That would be the Doug years or the run that they had last year. And who knows? They could, they could have a similar run this year. But, yeah. Anyway. Um, speaking of basketball, the Big Ten, as we as we move over that direction, uh, they're going to have a they're going to have a very large conference next year due to the fact that um, that there are four West Coast schools who wanted to run very far away from uh, Mister Pac-12 Commissioner, uh, formerly known as MGM Guy George Klyovkov. They're like, hey, let's leave. 
and let's go to the Big Ten, and let's play football there. It was the right decision. And then they realized, oh, wait, we have actually have to move the entire school to the Big Ten? We, we don't get to just, like, this is kind of crazy. All right, so we have to figure out a basketball schedule and a baseball schedule, and they're going to be in the Big Ten, too. Weird, I know, but this is real. And what the Big Ten basketball conference has decided to do in response to this is the following, officially, as of about an hour ago. There will be a 20-game conference regular season schedule next year. Each school will play every other school at least once, and you will get three double plays. So right now, I don't know what the math is on it. There's obviously more double plays. Next year, just three. You get everybody at least once, so you can pretty much guarantee that Nebraska will be making a trip or two out west, um, and the West Coast school will be coming here, um, single play home and away locations will rotate annually. So if you play a game at Oregon next year, Oregon's coming to town the year after. Okay, right. some home and homes. Right, basically. Yeah, this <laughs> is football after all. Uh, two play opponents will be determined annually by competitive balance, geography, oh. and rivalries. That is like Flex Protect Plus. Yeah. It's like it doesn't make any sense, but we're going to make it up as we go. Okay. Whatever metric we feel is convenient. And then as a result of your mega Big Ten basketball conference and your weird conference schedule in which you still only have 20 games, which is surprising to me, by the way. I'm really surprised they didn't go to 22 to try and, you know, squeeze more money out of the TV deal and get paid, like whatever, you know. I'm surprised that didn't happen. But... You have a giant basketball conference. You also have to have a giant basketball tournament beginning in 2025. Wow, that sounds weird to say. Yeah. Um, the conference tournament of 2025. And so 18 teams are in your conference, and only 15 of them will make the conference tournament. That means three teams will just straight up not get any postseason play at all. You don't even get to go to the conference tournament. Hell yeah! There will be, th there will be four teams with a double buy. Uh, then there will be five more teams with a single buy, with the eight and nine playing each other, and then the five, six, and seven waiting for the winners of the old Wednesday night at the Big Ten tournament, which features the, uh, uh which features the ten through. 15 seed the 10 and 15 will play each other the 12 and 13 will play each other and the 11 and 14 will play each other we we had a very difficult time reverse engineering this on friday yeah. from the hope lodge and i'm glad it's right in front of my face because as i'm explaining it to you guys i could feel myself not making any sense it's it's very wordy to explain it <laughs> but visually it makes a lot of sense a smarter producer would have downloaded the bracket and posted it on the screen for all to see. Ah, that's okay. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to do it real quick. Really? Yeah. So if we could just stall for me, well, for a couple more minutes. So, or like a couple more seconds, really. There, so, but there's there's now four levels of the Big Ten. This is how we're going to look at it going forward. There's the double buy tier. There's the single buy tier. There's the first day of the Big Ten tournament tier. There and is. then there is a level of crap that goes underneath that. 
It's like Billy Bean exp- explaining the Oakland A's payroll. There's the Yankees, and then there's everybody else, and then there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. That's basically the final three teams that are going to uh, that you know uh, that will finish 16th to 18th in the Big Ten basketball conference next year. They won't even go to the conference tournament, which I'm happy with, by the way. It's totally fine. There, if you're watching along with us on YouTube, you can see the beautiful bracket that is placed in front of you. Now, I'll say one thing. It looks like there needs to be like a official vote on all of this still because it says format recommendation yeah. on this bracket. But this is going to happen. Yeah, I, w- I would assume so. Yeah. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's only so many options you have. Let's go eight double buys. So, sort uh, the rest out. It makes for a pretty diverse. Um, it makes for like a pretty diverse schedule. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised. Like if you have a down, quote unquote, down year, like we're in right now for the Big Ten. I, I think you know it's fair to categorize it as a down year, although not severe as some that we have seen in the past. Um, like it, it makes it makes the scheduling really interesting because. My theory is, I guess my working theory right now in my head is that it makes the opportunities a little fewer and further between considering, you know, that like you could view playing Purdue on the road as a bad thing or an opportunity. And the fact of the matter is when it comes to the net, playing Purdue on the road is a good thing no matter if you lose by, you know, if you lose by one or if you win by one. Obviously, if you win by one, it's awesome. But if you lose by one, it also helps you because it jacks up your your conference strength of schedule and it gives you an opportunity to win that game on the road. That you know, it, it it doesn't matter what would happen to Purdue the rest of the year if you beat Purdue on the road, it's guaranteed locks locks sealed delivered quad one victory, right? So I'm I'm interested to see how it works out. Obviously, it depends on what the conference looks like next year, but it's a big basketball conference, Josh. And I mean, huge advantage to get that double bye. Only have to win three games to win the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't miss the conference tournament. Yeah, yeah. If you miss the conference tournament, you should be auto fired. Yes. There, we're all agreeing on this handshake Abs- meme. Absolutely. All right. If you miss the conference tournament, auto fired. Mm-hmm. We're looking at you. Uh, who's gonna suck next year? I don't know. Michigan. Just don't miss the conference tournament. Yeah, Juwan, they're going to run it back with Juwan, I think, for one more year. Definitely on the hot seat. If he missed the conference tournament, he'd be gone before that, I, I would think. All right, uh, we'll come back. A couple more things to get to, um, and then Jacob Bigelow will join us at 1 o'clock as well. Oh, yeah, we could talk about Dylan Rayola and everybody freaking out about him, his rating dropping, even though he's already attending school at the University of Nebraska. <laughs> Next on 1620 The Zone.